Gold. Waar anders? This is the place where Elvis relives. Hello, friends. This is Elvis Presley. Oh, he's such a sexy person. Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Dit is de Manfish Flash. A fan from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania put it this way. There would be many with good voices and good looks, but there would be only one Elvis. Combine a powerful surge of electricity with innocence, sideburns, a southern accent, a smile that is the most devastating thing since the atom bomb, and a form that is capable of style, excitement, and magnetism. Give this form life with his love for the fans and theirs for him, and shatter the placid 50s with a rhythmic rockabilly roll that would fell the rafters of American popular music. Dedicated to his memory and to the countless millions whose lives he touched, this is the legend of a king. Well, we're going to bring out the Memphis Flash now, Elvis Presley for name. I need you so Ik 
En na I Need You So van componist Ivory Joe Hunter, welke Elvis tot zijn favoriete artiesten rekende, werd er nog eenmaal een poging ondernomen de titeltrack van de speelfilm Loving You goed op de band te zetten. Het is dan inmiddels zondag 24 februari. Loving you, just loving you. Winter, summer, springtime too. Loving you, loving you makes no difference where I go or what. Aanvankelijk de titel Lonesome Cowboy, welke veranderd werd in Running Wild en uiteindelijk dus Loving You. De productie voor de film begon op 21 januari 1957 en werd afgesloten begin maart van dat jaar. Dolores Hart maakte haar debuut in de film. Ze zou ook te zien zijn in King Creole. In 1963 besloot ze het actricevak in de willigen te hangen en zich toe te leggen op het geloof. Ze werd non. De eerste kleurenspeelfilm van Elvis ging op 9 juli 1957 in Memphis in première. En op 30 juli was de rolprint in alle Amerikaanse bioscopen te zien. En tot slot waren de ouders van Elvis ook nog te zien in de film. Dan volgt nog één liedje waarna de film Jailhouse Rock zich aankondigt. Dit is When It Rains, It Really Pours, de laatste opname van 24 februari 1957. En voor de tweede keer in successie, tenslotte was dit de laatste opname van hetzelfde lied welke Elvis voor Sun Records maakte, begin november 1955. Troubles 
Het Really Pause, opgenomen in 1957. Er moest gewacht worden tot 1965, toen het met overdubs en al op het album Elvis for Everyone verscheen. Op 10 maart was men klaar met het filmen van Loving You en Elvis ging per trein terug naar Memphis, waar hij op 25 maart 1957 Crazeland kocht. Drie dagen later was hij alweer on the roads voor een concertreeks in de Midwest. Helaas zijn er geen opnames van een concerten gemaakt. Wel zijn er enkele interviews met Elvis gedaan die we je kunnen laten horen. Zo verscheen Elvis op vrijdag 29 maart voor de radiomicrofoon in het Kiel Auditorium St. Louis in Missouri. De interviewer is Ron Lip. Right now, let's uh, go over to St. Louis by way of tape recording to the interview that we made last Friday night of Elvis Presley. See if we can make contact right now. Well, Here we are at Keel Auditorium broadcasting, and just fixing to have Mr. Presley come up here. We're going to have him on air for you today on the show. And uh, Elvis just flew in here a while ago. My goodness gracious, he had a line of policemen around him. My goodness, you think they're having a sharecropper or something coming in here, but he ain't no sharecropper, that's for sure. The nation's number one artist, without a doubt, in all three fields, Mr. Elvis Presley. How you doing, Elvis? Fine, sir. Thanks for the build-up. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we don't have to build... Excuse me for stepping on those oh, gold suede shoes now. Yeah. Look out. I didn't, I didn't mean to do it, really. We don't have to build you up because you ought to know that yourself, that you are about the number one in the, in the country right now. And we just, uh, we'd like to just ask you a few questions, like how do you feel about being so popular with all the, all three fields, I mean. First you start out as a country artist, and now you're going over big in rock and roll and pop and country. Now how do you feel about all this? Well, uh... <laughs> That's sort of a loaded question, I guess. Yes, it is. It's, 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 it's not much of an answer. It's just, uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's really happening, you know. Well, it's sort of funny. The fact is that I know one thing. You sure made a tra- quite a contribution to the music field. The matter is that uh, a lot of artists that are coming along now probably never would have got a chance if you hadn't paid the way for them in your style. Well, sir, I wouldn't say that. I just, uh, I just, I just look at it that the people were really, uh, you know, wonderful to me and everything like that. Well, I can say we certainly got a lot of fans on our show over at uh, WIBV in Belleville, Illinois. And uh, in fact, this recent we had a contest about this show that was going to be here tonight giving away two tickets to see you, and <laughs> we got about uh, better than 4,000 letters in five days. We yeah, got, yeah oh, all right. your fans writing in for those tickets. I'd just like for you to take a time here now on the mic and tell all of them listening out there, bless their thumping gizzards, that you just hog wild by. Would you do that, Elvis? Well, they should know that. I uh, I, I do my very best to, uh, to give them something that they would, you know, something they'll enjoy. And I, I've been very fortunate that I have had the liberty to choose my own materials and to sing what I wanted to and where I wanted to and all that kind of stuff. And uh, well, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very happy that everything has turned out the way it has, and I'll, I continue to do my best to, to 
give the, the people something that they enjoy hearing. Well, that's fine. I was thank you a lot. And I want to thank you for taking time out here to talk with us today, or rather tonight, I should say. It's going to be on the air tomorrow, though. I want to uh, thank you for taking time out. And before I leave, I have a fan club called the Stop Jumper Club, and uh, I'd like to make you honorary president right now because, you know, you do hop around quite a bit thank and you. jump a few stumps. And if I can, I want to get this pinned, if I can find one here, and pin it on you right now and make you honorary president of my Stump Jumper Club. Let's put it on there right now. Let's get it. There, now. Let's get it on there. Let's see what it says for you. There you go. You're a Stump Jumper. I'll tell you. Let's see that. Want to get a picture of this? My wife, Aunt Mary, is standing over there. She's about four of her, it looks like, standing there. She wants to get a picture of this, I think, Ellen. If you get the... (laughs) If you get the... (laughs) Hey, call Aunt Mary. She ain't old enough for her to be Aunt Ollie, is she? My goodness. Now. Fine. Thank you a lot, Elvis. Yes, sir. Wish you a lot of luck. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Enjoy it a lot. Elvis tijdens een interview in St. Louis, Missouri. En een dag later werd hij in Fort Wayne, Indiana, aan de tand gevoeld. Ditmaal door Bob Chayers. Take it uh, right from there with Mr. Presley, the next one up to do the talking. Mr. Chayers, how are you doing, Fort Wayne? I was listening to you. Uh, uh, not away now. I, I, I don't want to. Either I was listening to you or somebody was talking about you, then, because I heard Bob Chayers about two or five times on the radio today. While you were traveling? Or yes, right? while I was on the way out here. You might have picked yourself through up here. We're, we're well, practically nationwide on this. Yes. Yeah. How do you feel uh, sitting backstage before a performance now? Well, I, uh, uh, I, I enjoy, uh, you know, talking to people and everything and meeting all these people. And, uh, and too, I, I can straighten a lot of rumors out, you know, because people always hear things and they... They want to get straightened out, and I think we're back. Any particular amount of nervousness at all? Yes, sir. Quite a bit. Has <laughs> increased any since you started? Or I, I, I haven't gotten to the point yet where I'm completely at ease. What's, uh, what's your I don't think I ever will be as far as performance here. You're going on stage at the end. When I first walk on stage, it's my very nervous, uh, I mean, it's my, you know, most nervous. That's, that's, that's your, your maximum point right there. Yeah. Uh, as far as, as records are concerned, what do you have in the offing? Anything at all? New releases, of course, all shook up. It's going great right now. All shook up, and then uh, nothing, uh, nothing new in the immediate future coming. Up. Not, not anytime soon, no. Uh, one thing that uh, I'd like to ask you, as far as this particular area is concerned, uh, what is your religious denomination? Uh, well, all my life I was uh, a sinner of God. I see. Church of God. The Church of God. Yes. And uh, do you currently attend or? When, well, I, of course you're pretty busy as I'm, far as I'm, I'm, I'm usually gone. I, I'm, I'm never home, but whenever I get some free time, well, I do. And uh, what kind of what kind of traveling do you do? Train, bus, or car? I go by train most of the time. That's your preferred way of going. Well, I like if I can get a drawing room, you know, a bed or something, it's it's, it's much better for me. When you first got started, uh, as far as your career is concerned, was the music called rock and roll at that time, or was it more of a country and western? It was. Mine was more or less classed uh, country and western, I guess, at the time. And then as, as, as I went along, well, it, it got more uh, more rock and roll. Well, actually, then you, you kind of developed... Now, that's what they tell me. I, I don't know the difference. Yeah, but I mean, as far as you're starting, you probably developed more or less with the rock and roll. What about yes. two and a half years you've been at it? Yeah. Uh, any, any particular highlight uh, that you've had so far that uh, stands out above all the rest of your experiences? Numerous ones? Well, I've had quite a few <laughs> highlights, you know. I mean, uh, uh, I guess you're talking in terms of exciting things happen to you. Yeah, while you're on the, on the road or yeah. through your experiences. Well, I've had, I've had quite a bit. Um, I must say that it's uh, it's been a heck of a lot of fun and everything. 
And uh, we know too that uh, you take you take more than periodic pannings from a variety of groups and a variety of people and parents. Yeah. And uh, how, how does that uh, how does that affect you? Well, all of that is all of that is part of the business. There there's just people that like you. There's people that don't like you, regardless of what what you do. I mean, I mean. Uh, if everybody liked the same thing, it'd all be driving the same car and married to the same woman, you know? So, so that wouldn't work out. I mean, there's, there's going to be people that like you. There was people that, that didn't like Jesus Christ. You know, they killed him, and he was a perfect man. And that, that, that's going to be a pretty good answer right there as far as, as your, your comparison of, uh, of the story. Where do you go from here now? I go to Detroit. And uh, you're touring through this Midwest, what, Detroit, Buffalo, and then Toronto? I go, yeah, that's right. Detroit, Buffalo, Toronto, and Ottawa. Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa. <laughs> Does that finish your tour? And no, and I, stay, I go to come back to Philadelphia for two days. When's your movie start? First of May. First of May. Yes, sir. Well, I'll tell you, we wish you an awful lot of success. It's been a real pleasure having an opportunity to speak with you. Uh, well, well, and uh, hope to see you again sometime in the future. Well, thank you very much. Okay, thanks so much. Bye-bye. is de Memphis Flash met Fred van Veen. Vanuit India ging het naar Detroit, Michigan... waar opgetreden werd in het Olympia Stadium. En daar werd een persconferentie belegd... en werd Elvis door meerdere interviewers bevraagd. Manny, 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 Is that about it, Jack? 
Het valt op dat hier al vragen gesteld worden over Elvis... die door Uncle Sam is opgeroepen voor zijn diensttijd. Van de Midwest Tour gaat het begin april over in de East Coast Tour... waarbij ook Canada aangedaan wordt. Op 2 april staat Elvis in de Maple Leaf Gardens, Toronto... Slechts enkele flarden van dat concert zijn opgenomen. Ergens in de verte hoorden we Hound Dog. Het eerste fragment was overduidelijk Heartbreak Hotel. Elvis eerste optreden buiten de landsgrenzen van Amerika. Er bestaat overigens filmmateriaal van deze show. Alles daar op deze twee fragmenten na ook geen geluid bij. Op 3 april staan Elvis en zijn muzikanten twee keer op het podium van de Ottawa Auditorium in uiteraard Ottawa. Canada. Geen muziek is er bewaard gebleven, wel een interview met Mac Lipson. I guess I was just lucky because I did manage to corral Elvis Presley in a back room of Ottawa's auditorium. I found someone that I didn't expect. I found a 22-year-old boy who doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, who was better looking than most of his pictures and who handled himself in front of a battery of reporters without show, uh, without ostentation and with no attempt at being smart. Uh, he was a quiet sort of boy who gave straight answers. He just finished an interview with the newspaper boys when I moved in and asked him if big money in such a short space of time had changed him in any way. No, it, it, it hasn't changed me. It's, uh, <laughs> well, uh, like I said earlier, uh, it's just that, you know, I can, uh, I can afford things that I never would have gotten otherwise if I hadn't gotten lucky in life, you know. And what are some of the big things you've done with your money, some of the things you've always wanted to do and suddenly you've got the money to do them with? Well, I, I've got a, you know, a nice home, which is, uh, I guess it's a desire of everybody to have a nice home. And, uh, I mean, I, I got a, you know, cars and everything I've always wanted. Uh, when, when I was small, I used to, I, I used to see cars, you know, real shiny cars and everything. And I, I said if I ever had any money, I was going to get my fill of cars. You know? How many cars have you got now, Elvis? Eight. Are they all Cadillacs? No, sir. Four of them's Cadillacs. One of them is a Lincoln Continental. I got three little sports cars. Now, do you mind my asking how much money you grossed last year? About a million two hundred thousand dollars. Have you any plans for getting married? With all that sort of money, I imagine a lot of girls would be out on the chase. Well, I have no plans for getting married, and, uh, and besides. Uh, If the girl is on the chase for that, well, she's on a wild goose chase because, I mean, you know, I can... 
I can usually sense whether or not that's what they're after or not, you know. Yeah, now here in Ottawa, there's a situation which you've probably experienced elsewhere on your travels across the continent. Uh, the separate school board recently uh, uh, unanimously passed uh, a motion in which they were going to encourage the parents and teachers to stay away from your show because they thought your, uh, they thought your singing was vulgar. Uh, no doubt you've run across these situations before, and what is your answer? Well, uh, yes, I've I, I run across them before. I, I just wish the people would would stop uh, judging a tree by its bark, something they've heard or something they've read or something. They should come out to the show and judge it for themselves. And then if they still think it, well, uh, well just let them think it because that's all I can do, you know. I, 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 I certainly don't... Uh, uh, mean to be vulgar or suggestive, and I, I, I don't think I am. That's all part of your performance, your technique. That's just my way of expressing songs. You have to put on a show for people. You can't stand there like a statue. Now, Elvis, you've uh, you've watched people when uh, you've watched teenagers when they've been pretty excited. Uh, you've seen a lot of them uh, when they've been very excited. Uh, what's your opinion of teenagers in North America? Um, have they lost a lot of their morals, or are they just the same as they've been lots of other times? No, they they haven't. Uh, they're they're uh, growing up, you know, and, and they're having a nice time, and uh, and, and nobody's going to stop that. I mean, uh, the only the only way they're going to stop that is for uh, the United States to turn communist, and I don't think that'll ever happen. But you, uh, you, you're not going to stop a, a group of kids and young people and, and everything from having a nice time because uh, because they only grow up once, and they're going to have a ball while they're growing up. I mean, uh, and. Uh, I know I don't blame them, and I don't see why anybody else should. A lot of your publicity, Elvis, is, uh, I wouldn't say a lot of it, but some of it has been adverse. You know, I mean, the people in education are saying it's no good, and it's vulgar, and it's no good for the children, and they, uh, they go crazy. Have you had any nice things said about you about uh, from adult groups in the States or in Canada? Yes, sir, I, I, I've, I've had quite a bit, uh, but uh, not as much as I have the bad stuff, though, i got to admit. Your feeling is that your show is entertainment and you go on to give them a show. That's true. Well, I mean, it just there are people that like you, there are people that don't like you, regardless of what field you're in, regardless of what you do, there uh, are going to be people that don't like you. I mean, even, even, even if you're perfect, I mean, uh, I'm not saying, you know, that I'm perfect because no man is perfect. But uh, there was only one perfect man, and that was Jesus Christ, and people didn't like him. You know, they killed him, and he couldn't understand why. I mean, uh, if everybody liked the same thing, we'd all be driving the same car and married to the same woman, and it wouldn't work out, you know. How about this question? Uh, do you really think you have got a good voice, or do you put uh, do you put your uh, do you think you've been successful primarily because of your stage technique? Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty tough question. There, I I I have never thought I had a good voice. I just uh, well, I I enjoy what I'm doing, you know. And uh, I, I, I put every my heart, soul, and body into it. But uh, I, I guess one of the reasons I've uh, the people have liked it because it was a little something different. Well, thank you, Elvis. It's a pleasure to have met the real thing. Thank you very much. You listened to Fred van Veen with the Manfish Flash on Radio Extra Gold. Media Pages. Het laatste nieuws online over radio en zeezenders. Steeds weer actueel op www.mediapages.nl. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Elvis Presley. Elvis 2022. 
Elvis is an upcoming biographical musical drama film about Elvis Presley directed by Baz Luhrmann from a screenplay written by Luhrmann. It really tells the story, friends. Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker, Austin Butler as Elvis Presley, Olivia de Young as Priscilla Presley, Helen Thompson as Gladys Presley, Elvis's mother, Richard Roxburgh as Vernon Presley, Elvis's father. Until we meet you again, may God bless you as he's blessed me. Thank you very much. Elvis Fanclub It's Elvis Time bestaat al meer dan 60 jaar. Meer dan 60 jaar de king Elvis Presley. Beleef het allemaal mee. Dat kan op de website van It's Elvis Time. Of lees het informatieve It's Elvis Time magazine. En voor de rechtgeaarde fans, de webshop zit bomvol met uiterst vriendelijk geprijsde Elvis artikelen. Nog een aanrader, Elvis CD's, LP's en nog veel meer unieke Elvis merchandise vind je in Museum Rockart in Hoek van Holland. Hou de website, het magazine en zeker ook de radio in de gaten. Zo mis je helemaal niets over de one and only king, Elvis Presley. En uh, lid worden van It's Elvis Time? Dat kan simpel op de site itselvistime.nl Never left the building. Je vrienden van de radio. Je hoort ze bij Radio Extra Gold. Next piano player. Radio Extra Gold presenteert u chronologisch alle door Elvis Presley opgenomen liedjes. I'm anxiously waiting for this. The Memphis Flash met Fred van Veen. Who is he? What is he? The Memphis Flash op Radio Extra Gold. It's like a dream. On April 3rd, 1957, Elvis Presley played two sold-out concerts at the Auditorium Hockey Rink on Argyle Street. Former CFRA broadcaster Gord Atkinson was MC that night and tried to introduce Elvis. <laughs> I got out there and there was such a roar from the crowd. I mean, it went beyond a roar. It was just ear-shattering. There's no way they're going to hear a word I said, so I just turned and uh, he came out. Elvis in his famous $400 gold lame jacket. It was electric, it really was. With his hair in a ducktail, Ottawa resident Brian McGarry was there that night. We didn't hear uh, a lot of the show. Uh, the young ladies were uh, screaming, yelling uh, on their feet, and us guys, uh, we were kind of all part of it, but didn't hear very much. It was but that loud. It was that loud. But his first song that night was All Shook Up, which had sold over a million copies in three months. Atkinson, who made a career interviewing stars like Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Frank Sinatra, also snagged a rare interview with Elvis Presley that night when he found the king sitting in a change room. And he had a carton of milk and uh, a cheese sandwich. And there was no way that he could get out of that building. In that interview, Presley said he had wanted to come to Ottawa because so many people from here had written him. I've got more fan mail from right around this area than I have in, the, in any, anywhere else in the, in the States, in the United States. You know? Well, that's wonderful. You'll be hearing from I me. Mean, I don't tell you that because I'm here, but it's very true. That's one reason I've always wanted to come up here. The boy from Tupelo, Mississippi, 
had formed a bond with his Canadian fans. It is still alive. Na dit eerste Canadese avontuur zou Elvis datzelfde jaar in augustus nog een keer terugkeren naar Canada. Elvis vervolgde zijn optredens door Philadelphia, waar hij deze tour op 6 april 1957 afsloot. You know this young man. You've heard more about him than any star personality in the modern entertainment world. Yet here is an Elvis Presley you've never seen before. Vince Everett, dynamically portrayed by Elvis Presley, was a tough blackboard jungle kid who became even tougher under the influence of his jailhouse cellmate. A terrific performance by Mickey Shaughnessy. I'm an animal in a jungle, and I got a motto. Do unto others as they would do unto you, only do it first. Do it first. That's right. Jailhouse Rock is the astounding success story of this rebel with a voice that rocked the world. I guess it's just because you were so square. Baby, I don't care. Jailhouse Rock is also the love story of this rebel. How dare you think such cheap tactics would work with me? What are you tactics, honey? It's just a beast in me. The fires of violence still raged in Vince as he fought his way to fame and fortune in the exciting world of popular music. Don't leave me now. Going through a party in the county jail. And then came Hollywood. Oh, Vince, let's try it again. Vince! How do you like our movie star, Peggy? He has adapted very quickly. Well, there's not much oxygen up where he is, and the man gets lightheaded. Tramping on me is one thing, Sonny. Hurting a little girl like Peggy is another. Just don't you go get no ideas, huh? There comes a time when you gotta take a hand in things, and that time is now. Don't push me, huh? I'm gonna beat hell out of you. Don't try it. You're talking crazy, man. You know you got it coming, son. I said don't try. In februari 1957 tekende Elvis en de kolonel een contract met MGM over Elvis zijn derde speelfilm Jailhouse Rock. Al in eind 1950 was er een opzet gemaakt onder de titel Coast of a Change, wat later uitgebreid werd in 1952 naar Jailhouse Rock. En toen Elvis ermee aan de slag ging, werd het een tijdje untitled Presley Story, Treat Me Nice, The Hard Way, Weer Treat Me Nice. En op 7 mei, toen er al een week gefilmd was, werd er een klap opgegeven en werd het uiteindelijk en definitief Jailhouse Rock.
1, 2, 3 en 4 van Jailhouse Rock. De titeltrack van Elvis zijn derde speelfilm. Elvis speelt de rol van Vince Everett. En Vince die stapt na een arbeidszame dag een kroeg binnen... en raakt in gevecht met een medekroegbezoeker. Voor deze laatste eindigt het gevecht ongelukkig. Hij overlijdt en Vince beloont in de gevangenis. In de petoet worden zijn zangkwaliteiten ontdekt door zijn celgenoot... en spoedig heeft hij succes binnen de celmuren. Als Vince zijn tijd in de gevangenis heeft uitgezeten... probeert hij het ook buiten de celmuren om als zanger aan de bak te komen. En dit gelukt wonderwel met de hulp van een zekere Pekki. Deze Pekki heeft een oogje op Vince, maar deze bekommert zich meer om het toestromende geld... Dan verschijnt zijn vroegere celgenoot ten tonele die Vince uit jaloezie om zijn succes en vriendschap met Peggy een paar rake klappen verkoopt. Laat nu een van die klappen op de keel van de zanger terechtkomen. De brandende vraag is natuurlijk of Vince Everett ooit nog zal kunnen zingen. Worden zojuist de eerste vier takes van Jellhouse Rock opgenomen op 30 april 1957... In de MGM-studio waren voor de opnames van de muziek voor de film... Elvis zijn inmiddels bekende vaste koppelmuzikanten en achtergrondzangers verzameld. Gitarist Scotty Moore, bassist Bill Black, slagwerker DJ Fontana... Dudley Brooks achter het ivoor en de Jordanaires. 
DJ Fontana wist zich nog een deuntje te herinneren van een big band uit de jaren 40 wat ongeveer zo ging. Bamp, biep, biep, boep. Samen met Scotty Moore werkte hij dat in een hoekje van de studio uit. Maar de microfoons pikte het geluid op en men vroeg wat de heren aan het doen waren. En zo wordt het tot op de dag van vandaag bekende sound van deze Presley-klassieker herkend. Van de zes liedjes in de film waren er drie geschreven door Jerry Lieber en Mike Stoller, waaronder dus de titeltrack. Take 6, welke eigenlijk een lange valse start bleek, was dusdanig goed dat alleen het einde overnieuw gedaan moest worden. En daarvoor werd dat einde middels twee takes opgenomen. En dus take 6 en het einde van de tweede eindtake aan elkaar gelast voor de master. En dit zijn die twee ending takes. Uh, takes 1 en 2 dus, waarvan de tweede dus gebruikt werd in de master. And you go into the break. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Ready? One, two, three, four. He, he, he just he, he just gonna take the a few bars before the instrumental. He's getting himself into the instrumental. Het is dinsdag 30 april 1957 en men is bezig met de opnames voor de film... die dan op 30 april nog Treat Me Nice gaat heten. Geschreven door Lieber en Stoller wordt eerst de filmversie van dit lied opgenomen. Het een en ander gaat niet zonder slag of stoot... maar de stemming is optimaal in de Radio Recorders studio... terwijl men op zoek is naar de juiste take voor het lied. Achter het ivoor horen we Dudley Brooks in take 10 een suggestie geven waarop Elvis direct inhaakt. Ja, yeah, uh, hey man, man, ah, uh, 
DJ's not in the mood. Scratch my 
Young and Beautiful, geschreven door Ebner Silver en Aaron Schroeder. Dit uiterst teder gezongen lied wordt in drie versies opgenomen. De recordversie die we kennen van de EP en later ook op LP en CD werd uitgebracht. De solo jail versie en de Florita Club versie. Straks die laatste twee, want eerst werd de normale master versie opgenomen. We horen take 1, welke een lange valse start bleek met aansluitend de laatste... 22ste take die de master werd. Forever young 
gentle smile Do, 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 do Your gentle touch Are all I'm dreaming of Oh, take this touch I offer you And never say te horen dat er heel wat arbeid is ingegaan. Vanaf take 1 tot de uiteindelijke master, take 22, werd Elvis in deze sessie nog begeleid door de gehele muzieksectie en de Jordanes. In de zogenaamde solo jail-versie is het alleen Scotty op gitaar die we samen met Elvis horen en dan is het lied nog intiemer. I mean, it's gonna really sound awful if we don't. You want it awful? <laughs> Oké, okay, let's go. Hold it. Radio-nieuws uit Nederland en Vlaanderen lees je op radiotrefpunt.nl. 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 Heb jij nog wat oude muziekspulletjes op zolder of in de kelder liggen? Zoals foto's, platen, et cetera, et cetera. En je weet er geen weg meer mee? Museum Rock Art is er blij mee. Zo bewaren we onze muziekcultuur van de popmuziek voor het nageslacht. Neem contact op met info.rockart.nl. Radio Extra Gold. Overal in Nederland te ontvangen in Wi-Fi stereo. En wereldwijd via extragold.nl. Even terug naar toen. Dit is Radio Extra Gold. Het is 9 uur. Dit is Ewald van Liemt met het radio nieuws op Radio Extra Gold. Het is nog afwachten hoeveel clubs en nachthoreca er over een uur de deuren openen uit protest tegen de coronamaatregelen. Volgens de nachthoreca passeert het kabinet de sector al twee jaar bij de versoepelingen. Daarom gaan veel clubs vanavond uit protest open tijdens de landelijke actie De Nacht Staat Op. Maar veel gemeenten hebben aangekondigd te gaan handhaven, zoals in Amsterdam, Tilburg, Utrecht, Haarlem, Groningen en Maastricht. De boetes beginnen bij 4500 euro en kunnen oplopen tot 50.000 euro. 
De Amerikaanse president Biden heeft zijn Russische ambtgenoot Poetin gewaarschuwd... dat een Russische invasie in Oekraïne voor groot menselijk lijden zal zorgen. En ook dat de VS en zijn bondgenoten met zware sancties zullen komen als diplomatie niet meer werkt. Biden heeft Poetin nadrukkelijk gevraagd de troepenmacht aan de Oekraïnse grens terug te trekken om verdere escalatie te voorkomen. De twee spraken elkaar een uur en daarvoor telefoneerde Poetin al met de Franse president Macron. In Utrecht hebben honderden mensen gedemonstreerd tegen de kabinetsplannen om wel het minimumloon met 7,5% te verhogen, maar de AOW daarvan los te koppelen. Op die manier stijgt de inflatie wel, maar krijgen ouderen er niets bij. De demonstranten liepen een tocht door de stad. De AOW-uitkering is volgens hen al jaren te laag. En dat is vooral erg lastig voor mensen met weinig of geen aanvullend pensioen.